Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Christian Bay Podcast. Today we have an interview for our Know Your Business series, and I'm so excited for you guys to meet her. How about you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Amber. Can uh, you give like a whole thing? Like <laughs> whatever you want to say. Okay, well, my name is Amber. I am an owner of two businesses. Um, I have a wedding photography business, which is called Amber Smith Photography. I mostly do weddings, uh, but I also do family photos, other small events, and just couples. I also have an online boutique, which is Flesh. It's called Flesh. And uh, yeah, I basically sell women's clothing. And that's one of the newer businesses. I started that one in January. So it'll be a year coming up in three months. All right. So we're going to jump right into the questions. So the first question that I have for you, and since you have two businesses, you can explain both or answer for both or choose which one you want to go into detail, however you would like, okay? Okay. Okay, so what is the history of your businesses? Like, how did you get started? Okay, so for my photography business, um, that one started because I have my daughter. She is three years old right now, or she's about to be four in December. Allie! Um, Yes, (laughs) Allie, my little baby. So um, when I had her, all I wanted to do was just take pictures of her. And I guess I wanted to do that because I do not have a lot of pictures of myself when I was a kid. And so I just wanted to just take pictures of her all the time, which turned into me creating her an Instagram like that ended up getting like 4,000 followers like out of nowhere and then after people were like seeing my photos and seeing what I can do with my camera they started reaching out to me and asking me to do like their family photos and I was like okay I'm getting good at this people want to pay me for this I might as well turn it into a business and it went from there and now I'm mostly just doing weddings but um I still like my passion I feel like is um family photos and stuff but photography like wedding photography is where the money's at so that's where I'm at mm-hmm. and so securing the bag <laughs> yes exactly and then for my flesh boutique I had this vision in my head for the longest and I was just sitting at my desk job talking to one of my coworkers, and I was like you know what girl I am going to have an online boutique and she's like okay and then it just, it honestly just came out of nowhere and I, I just started it. I just went for it and I don't know. I just, I just was like, okay, I'm going to do it. So if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it all the way. And that's what happened. So have you always had a passion for fashion? That was so cliche. <laughs> passion <laughs> for fashion or some type of, like some type of interest in that industry? I think that my passion for that came from like I follow Drea Mm -hmm. and so ever since that she like had her swimsuit line and she's been doing all these things with her business I think that influenced me to want to have my own boutique okay that's good and something that I realized that's like similar in everyone's purpose or what they're doing in life it all starts with self Like you said, your daughter and you just wanting to take pictures of her. That's what led you to doing photography. And then you like Andrea. That's what led you into clothing. So for anybody that's 
wants to start a business, but you're really not sure what avenue you want to go in or what's your niche, it all starts with self-reflection. Exactly. I agree. All right. So the next question that I have for you is, is God the CEO of your business? Oh, my God, Jasmine. Really? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay, so let me start off by saying, like, I grew up in the church. But as I got older, and especially when I moved to California, um, I didn't go to church as much. Um, My family wasn't, you know telling me to go to church or anything like that but since i've been listening to jasmine's podcast <laughs> podcast, i have been trying to get the word from jasmine i haven't been like going out on my own and doing my own research and reading the bible and stuff like that but i've been listening to jasmine and so as i am listening to these podcasts i'm trying to incorporate it into my business and how I do things with my life and how I present myself to other people. But initially, no, like that was not the foundation of my business. Yeah. And I think it's always so funny when I ask that question because I've asked someone else that question and they're always like (laughs) hesitant to say no. But I actually like when they say no, because there's a lot of people who God is not the CEO of their business. Like just be being realistically, God is not the CEO. And there's of course, I want him to be. But we have to live in our truth. So if he's not, you know, we're growing, we're constantly becoming better. There's nothing wrong with that. So I'm so happy that you were honest and didn't try to, well, yeah, he kind of like, no, because there's some listeners who have a business and God is not the CEO of their business. So you can help those people. So the question that I have for you now is in what ways are you trying to incorporate God into your business so that the listeners that God is not their CEO, they can try those ways or try those tips that you're going to give right now. The main things that I'm trying to do is find myself, find my purpose and why I'm doing it. And I learned that from your podcast. And so I'm trying to just find my purpose and why, why did God give me the talents that he gave me? Mm -hmm. And like, how can these talents be of use to other people? And so I think that's one of my, that one of my main things that, you know, that I'm trying to do. So just like Mm self-reflection. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of so, and that's what it all starts with. So that's how you find your passion, and that's also how you maintain your pa- your passion and your purpose is by constantly reflecting on yourself and seeing, okay, why am I doing this? What's the reason behind this? What are my intentions? So spending right. a lot of time with self, and when you spend time with self, God reveals your He reveals the parts of you that He. So that's very important because during that intimate time with yourself, you also get closer with God and His plan and His will that He has for you. So I think that's a very good tip for anybody that's starting a business or is trying to make God the CEO of your business. Spend some time with yourself. Like I went on a rant on Instagram yesterday and I was just talking about like solitude and my silence and just wanting to have that time every day. Because like you said, finding that time with yourself, it reveals so much. It'll also, with that quiet time with yourself, God will also reveal to you parts of your business that separates you from whatever industry you're in. Because a lot of people talk about the market being oversaturated and stuff like that. But when you spend time with yourself, it shows you what sets you apart. That is so true. You hear that, especially like oversaturation in the photography business. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm always just trying to 
Well, let me start by saying, like, there's not a lot of, I feel like, black photographers in San Diego. And so when I go to things like the um, conferences or the bridal bazaars, I'm usually the only black uh, photographer there. And I feel wow. like that's what sets me apart. And my photos show, like, a dark, like it's very diverse. And you'll see other booths. And they just have um, white couples. In mind, I have everybody there. So I represent a lot of people. And I definitely feel like that's what sets me apart from everyone else in the industry. So starting the photography business and knowing that it's not a lot of Black people in the photography business, did you have any fears? And, like, how did you overcome those fears? Were you nervous starting out? I was definitely nervous starting out there. Um, me and two other photographers out here in San Diego, we ended up creating a Facebook group and like that, that community that we built through the Facebook group has grown tremendously. And that has helped me um, overcome any fears that I had. And I feel like community is like so important, especially if you have a business. And so just having people around you who want the same thing you do, who are in the same field you are, helps you so much. Right. It's like that accountability almost. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I know you said that you grew up in the church. So if you could think of, one Bible verse or one quote that you've heard that's related to the Bible or anything like that, that will represent your business morals, what would it be? Oh my gosh. Um, so even if it's not like a specific verse, if it's like a quote or a saying or something like that, like what are your business morals? I got you with that one. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. I don't know. Okay, I need a second to think. So, okay, because we're going to figure this out today. And from moving on from this podcast, (laughs) you're going to know. So what, what, what values do you want your business to have? Like when people think of Amber Spence photography, what do you want them to think of? Excellent customer service, um, professionalism, great communication, the lasting feeling that they felt, like their interaction with you. What do you want them to remember after they encounter your business? Okay, so definitely my personality and my customer service, obviously. Um, and I guess my like... I don't know how genuine I am and how excited I am to deliver their images to them or how excited I am to deliver like their clothing to them and just the ultimate like customer experience. Right. So relationship basically. Yeah. It's more or less photography. It's more or less about the product and more about the personal relationship that you have with your clients or your customers. Exactly. So I would say that would be love God and love others plain and simple okay. because I think that's ma- that's that's your morals like I don't want you to just come here to get a service or come here to get an outfit I want you to leave with an experience almost yes yes I agree and I think that that's very important and that does set you apart because it shows that you're not a type of person that's just after money yep exactly so I think that would be a good verse for you. Love God and love people. Let so, me write that down. Go ahead, girl. Now, I, don't, I ain't good with remembering the, the exact chapter in the verse, but I'm going to text it to you once we finish this podcast. But okay, it says, yes. love God and love people. That's it. Plain and simple. Straight to the point. I'm going to have to put that on my uh, bio. On my Hello. Let them know. <laughs> let them know. Love God and love people. So I know you got the answer for this one. 
what type of legacy do you want to leave behind? The legacy I want to leave behind. So I I think when I think of legacy, legacy, I think of my daughter and what I'm leaving behind for her since she is my only baby for now. Um, I want people to know how genuine of a person I was and I want them to um, like just know that I was... Hold on, let me get my thoughts together real quick. Take your time. We got time. <laughs> <laughs> so just like being her mother, I want people to see me in a positive light that way that they see her in a positive light as well. And then for my business, like I, I want to be able to um, have a business that I'm going to be able to pass down to her if that's something that she wanted to pursue as well. And I just feel like legacy is so important. That's why I'm trying to just build myself up, build my business up. So that way she has something to look forward to or something to lean on when she gets older. Right. So stability for the upcoming generation. So her and her kids and everything like that, that's really the main focus. Yes, family. And I think that's important because, you know, you don't see that in a lot of the black community, like black community is raised to work for a job and retire. And it's just like, well, even if you retire and you pass away, you don't leave anything back for your kids because right. black people, well, the black people that I know usually don't have, I would say enough faith to start out a business because it is a lot of investing mm-hmm. in the beginning more than you're receiving um, profit. So oh, that's so important. Yes. With that being said, have you, ex- did you experience that with your photography or with your clothes business? Like having to put so much in and, I know now you're probably receiving profit back, but what was that season like for you where it was just invest, invest, invest? So I feel like I'm still in that season with Flesh Boutique. Um, So like I said before, I started it in January. And so when you have an online boutique, you have to um, have your inventory. And so initially, I'm pouring thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars into buying outfits so I have them on hand. And so just now, like in this fourth quarter, as Jazz calls it, I am now like receiving the profit back from all the, all the things that I purchased um, earlier in the year. And so like, I want to say like maybe May, June, I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm not profiting anything. I've lost so, or I've invested so much money into this business. When am I going to see a return? And so now it's October and I'm finally, you know, seeing things grow. I am seeing the light at the end of the tunnel because before I was like, um, this might be the last year of flesh, but yeah, I feel like when you're starting a business, you invest so much money and that's what scares people away from actually starting their business. They don't want to put that money into it, but if you're not putting that money into your business, how do you expect people to want to spend money on the product that you're giving them? So I feel like it's a two way street. That's good. And during those, you said like May, June, during those seasons where you felt like you wasn't receiving anything back or any profit, what motivated you to keep going and keep pushing flesh? I think because I had a vision, I knew exactly where I wanted it to go. I wasn't just going to stop, you know, in the middle of the year and be like, okay, I wasn't going to do this. I just had a vision and I knew exactly where I wanted it to go. And because I did have, or I do have another business, I know that things do not happen overnight. Mm-hmm. Flesh, I mean, not flesh, um, Emerson's photography has, it's been almost four years that I've been in business and um, 
I think it was like a year or two in that I've actually started booking clients consistently, started um, having a profit with my business. So I knew that that would be the same cycle for flesh. That's good. So your your first business really gave you experience on what to mm-hmm. do with flesh and how it how quickly things can change. A year of consistency could lead to profit and constantly getting right. more and more clients. Yes. And I think that's good to know. And that's good for anyone that wants to start a business because you have to know your why. Like Amber said, she had a vision. So it's just like you don't start a vision and you don't see it come to pass. So you quit when it's your vision, when it's your passion, you have to keep trying until you see that vision comes to light. And like she said, within a year, within two years, you'll finally see the fruit of it. And of course, once you started seeing the profit, it was easier to stay consistent, right? Right, exactly. Yep. As soon as you see the, that people are, you know, wanting to book with you or they're wanting to pay these prices to buy your products, you're like, oh, okay, I could do this. This, this is my vision now. I, I just see the end. I see it coming. So what's the hardest thing about running a business, whether it's your photography or your boutique? What's the hardest thing? I think initially starting the hardest thing is trying to convince people to buy your product or to, you know, because you're new. Mm-hmm. Um, so with my photography business, I was new. Um, I didn't have like a big portfolio to show people. And so when I decided to step out into wedding photography, which, um, um, what's the word? A huge field, especially maybe me say I wanted to be a wedding photographer. And so, um, and then with Flash, like one of the hardest things is the, the investment. I had to put so much money up front. Um, and I, like I said before, I, I didn't know whether or not I was going to have a return back. And so I just think, you know, just putting yourself out there and not knowing what to expect is one of the hardest things. And of course, you know what that sounds like to me? That sounds like faith. It sounds like stepping out on something and doing something and you don't really see how it's going to come to pass. You don't really see what the outcome is going to be. But all you have is your vision. All you have is the word in the back of your mind that this is what I want to do. So I have to step out and do this thing. So I was going to ask you, does your business strengthen your faith in any way? And I feel like that answers the question because you had to step out in the unknown. Like you said, the wedding field is so broad and so big and you had to step out as the new girl. It's as the new black woman on top of that. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that models faith exactly not knowing how people are going to receive you, not knowing whether people are going to book you or not. You still stepped out and you still stayed consistent and you saw the fruit from that. Yep, that's true. Yep, I guess that is faith. (laughs) And that's definitely faith. So what's one thing that you accomplished in your business that shocked you? I think for my photography business, I, the one thing that shocks me is that people actually want to book me for weddings and want to spend $3,000 on little old me to stand at their wedding for 10 hours and take pictures of them. Like never in like a thousand years that I think that I could be at a wedding for 10 hours and someone would pay me $3,000 for it and then give me a $500 tip at the end of the night. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. Okay, this is the business. <laughs> I'm like, what? Let me buy a camera because five hundred dollar tip. <laughs> yes, that that is shocking to me. But I mean, like now in 
in the business, like being in it for almost four years, it's, it's not so much shocking, but at the beginning it was, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is how people are making their money. This is how they do it full time because they are charging these prices. That's good. And I mean, of course, I would I would tie that to the quote that says, like, God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the call. Because like you said, who would think little of me? And I know me and so many other people, and I'm sure a few of the listeners feel like the purpose or the calling that God has placed on our life is just like, who would choose little old me like I remember last year when I was starting my podcast I was just like well who's gonna listen to me like why do they want to listen to me like what do I have to say and I think anytime you're stepping into purpose you experience that well why would they choose me or am I enough feeling but when you push through that you finally see that God chose you and with God choosing you he also chose a specific audience for you and those are the people that book you and not only mm-hmm. book you, but they tip you because they see everything that God has placed within you. Oh, my God. That is so true. <laughs> so my final question is, where do you see your business in one year? So this time next year, where do you see your business? Next year. For my photography business. So this year I booked, I think I had, I want to say about 20 weddings this year. And so by next year, this time around, I'm hoping to have done at least 40 weddings. That is the goal for next year. And then with uh, Flesh, you know what? Flesh is so unpredictable. So so a year from now with Flesh, I'm hoping to um, maybe move more into swimsuits and not so much um, clothing. And so that is my goal for a year from now is to just make it much like the majority of the items to be swimwear. Okay. So that's a goal for photography. That's a goal for flesh. What about a personal goal? A personal goal. I think that I need to be more um, consistent. Consistency has been a huge problem for me and my businesses. I'm sure people who have seen both businesses have seen that inconsistency for me. So that is one thing. It's just to try to focus on both of these businesses at the same time and get the same amount of effort to both of them. And, you know, that's funny because I feel like that's the perspective that a lot of people have, whether it comes to ministry or whether it comes to business, um, whether it comes to my podcast. I think we judge ourselves so hard because you just said, I'm pretty sure people see those the inconsistency and I'm just sitting here like what inconsistency like I know both of your businesses I follow it on Instagram and all I see is consistency like that's all I see on top of it like and then you alternate the two so well it's just like photography but even though I'm having photography I'm still having a sale with flesh and I'm posting flesh and up let me slide Allie in there and up I'm out with my friends like it's like the perfect balance of all all four things really so you may see it as inconsistency or somebody that's listening may see their business as inconsistency but the consumer the outsider we see it as consistency And I think it's just judging ourselves too hard or, you know, we know how much potential we have in us, but you're doing great where you are right now. Of course, that doesn't mean get get stagnant or, okay, let me chill. That means stay, stay consistent, but never think that all of your efforts are going unnoticed because they're not. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I got you. And you know what? I 
actually had a friend um, text me the other day and was like, Amber, I'm so proud of you. I see all this work you're doing with Flesh and your photography. And I just want to let you know that I see you. Like, I see you working so hard. In the back of my head, I'm just like, oh, my God, I was just beating myself up about this uh, yesterday about how I'm not being consistent with Flesh since I'm focused more on my photography business. So I guess that's true. And that's the good thing about God. Like he'll send people because he knows what we feel or the things, you know, our thoughts and the things that we probably won't post online. And he'll send people to us to let us know, like, no, like your efforts, they're not going unnoticed. Like keep going. You're doing great. Because when you get that encouragement and when you get that word, yesterday I I posted about people speaking life into you. When people say stuff like that, that's speaking life into you and making you want to go harder because it's just like, well, I'm not doing this for nothing. Like, you know, it's rewarding to hear that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I think that's really good. I want to thank you for answering all my questions. And I want to say thank you for being on my podcast because y'all, Amber was like, can I see the questions? And I was like, no, you cannot. Like, no, you cannot because I wanted everything to be raw. And it was perfect because so many people, I feel like so many people hear this podcast and it's just like, wow, like word and, you know, this in the Bible. And then I have people that did the Know Your Ministry series and they know the Bible. And it could be, I feel like sometimes it could be intimidating if you don't know as much scripture or if you're not as deep as you're in your journey with Christ. But even where you are, like God is still using you. God is still moving through you. So I think it was perfect that I chose you to be on a podcast. I want to thank you for coming on here and being genuine because there's somebody that needed to hear what you had to say about, you know, I don't know an exact verse, but I do know the vision and that's still God. So I just want to thank you for coming on here and being yourself. Like it is greatly appreciated to know that you're working through the process and you're figuring it all out, but God has you flourishing while you're figuring it out. Yeah, thank you for even asking me to do this. Wow, someone wants to hear what I have to say. Yes, girl, we need to hear what you have to say. So I'm just going to pray us out right now, okay? Okay. All right, Father God, first and foremost, we just want to thank you for blessing us with another day. I want to thank you for giving me the privilege of having Amber on my podcast, Father God. Ultimately, this is not even my podcast. This is your podcast. I am just a steward of it, Father God. So I thank you for this opportunity. Right now, Father God, I want to come to you on behalf of the of Amber. And I want to ask that next year, 2020, Father God, I, I ask and I request that she books 40 weddings for her photography business, Father God. I ask that flesh turns into a global swimsuit line, Father God. I ask that you continuously pour consistency inside of Amber, Father God. I ask that you constantly send people to her her, to pour into her and remind her of her words, Father God. Remind her that you're constantly making her this powerful businesswoman, this powerful woman of God, this great mother that will leave behind a great legacy for her daughter, Father God. I thank you for allowing me and Amber to be friends. I thank you for all of the visions that you've given her, Father God. And I pray that you honor all of her prayers, Father God, all of the desires of her heart. I pray that you hear them and that you honor them and you make them come to pass. I pray for every person that's listening to this podcast. Father God, that they got all of the gems and all of the authentic words that Amber had to say on this podcast. I pray that it touched them and it not not only touched them, but also inspired them to step out when they don't see the full picture, Father God. Just step out on a vision, step out on a word and trust that you will meet their steps every step of the way. 
We love you and we'll forever praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, girl. Thank you so much. Love you. I love you too. Thank you, Jazz. You're welcome. Bye, guys. Oh, Amber, wait. What? what? We forgot something. What did we forget? <laughs> you have to tell them where they can contact and connect with you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so if you are getting married in San Diego or anywhere around the world, I am your girl. You can contact me on Instagram. It's just Amber Spence Photography. Uh, my website is also www.amberspencephotography.com. Um, and then for Flesh, that one, my Instagram is XO flesh and then for the uh website it is www.shopfleshboutique.com and if you want to follow me personally my name is amberto and it's a-m-b-u-r-r-r-d-o-e amberto <laughs> y'all her at name used to be batty bird but i guess you know she retired okay, batty bird <laughs> All right, guys. So I'm going to leave her contact information in the description. Follow her. Email her if you're in the San Diego. She also travels. I don't know why she says San Diego. She travels, y'all. So if you got a wedding coming up, if you got a baby or any type of event, she is your girl. We love y'all. I love you. And I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye for real this time. Okay, bye.